DW. Here, next to the Coca River in Ecuador's part of the Amazon, small canoes float by, transporting families and goods. Here and there, a single farmer's house pokes through the thick mass of trees and bushes, all different shades of green. The jungle soundscape is like an intense insect concert. And although the surface of the water here looks normal, local residents and environmental organisations say it's far from it. Authorities say that in April 2020, 15,800 barrels of oil spilled into the Coca, Napo and Quijos rivers, which flow into the Amazon River. It's estimated that 360 kilometres of rivers have been polluted by this oil spill. The contamination even reached the border with Peru, some 184 kilometres away. That makes it the worst oil spill in Ecuador's part of the Amazon in 15 years, according to environmental organisations. Miguel Grefa lives in the Quichua village of San José del Coca. He recalls that devastating day in April. No one can go into the river. There was a large black layer of pure oil. The trees on the riverbank were all black. I was thinking, where should people get water from? What do they have to live on? Everyone was terrified. It was very sad. For the locals, this river isn't only a part of their pristine ecosystem. It's their entire water supply, explains Carlos Hipa. He's the president of the Association of Villages with Indigenous Quechua population in the area. It was a hard blow for us in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And then this oil spill at the same time in the Coca River that we depend on. The river is like our food market. It's as if someone's closed the door to your market and you have no food. We all drink from it, bathe in the river. But we know that there are long-term risks, like cancer and many other diseases. It's worrying that we have no choice but to drink and use the water. We have no other options. Oil extraction has traditionally been a cornerstone of Ecuador's economy. Before the coronavirus pandemic, oil represented around one-third of the country's money earned by export. Ecuador isn't the only country that suffered oil spills in its part of the Amazon during the pandemic. According to a journalistic investigation by the Peruvian media organisation Conboca, there were 14 oil spills in the Peruvian part of the Amazon between March 15th and August 7th, 2020. Veronica Potes is a lawyer representing locals in Ecuador who are claiming their right to clean water and a healthy environment. She spoke about the spill on the line from Quito. In Ecuador's part of the Amazon, oil spills are constant. There are people who say that there are micro-oil spills every day or every second or third day. It's a painful, persistent and harmful situation that goes unpunished. The nearby Yasuni National Park is home to Amazon river dolphins. The presence of these animals indicates a healthy water ecosystem. They're just one of many species, alongside fish and underwater plants, that are threatened by pollution from oil spills. Without this rich biodiversity, the health of the aquatic ecosystem in the Amazon is at risk.
Nuvia Salasar-Grefa is from the same village as Miguel and only discovered the oil spill after she went into the river and came out again with blackened legs. The doctors said to me, what happened? You need to be careful, they said, or I could get cancer. And it isn't just me. There are many of us who live by the river. But where else should we get water from? The oil companies OCP and Petro Ecuador and the Ecuadorian government ministries for the environment and energy said that between April 15th and September 15th, 2020, they invested at least 20 million US dollars in the restoration of 363 kilometres of the Coca, Napo and Quijos rivers and 218 hectares of forest and land in more than 100 villages in Ecuador. According to them, the cleanup is complete. But local environmental organisations and residents say the cleanup effort hasn't been enough. Alexandra Almeida is a biochemist from the environmental organisation Acción Ecológica and has recently collected soil samples to measure the extent of the pollution. Although the lab results haven't come back yet, Almeida says she's quite certain about what they'll reveal. We could even see the oil in the samples with the naked eye, so there's nothing to doubt. Ecuador's Minister of Environment declined to comment for this report, as did the oil company responsible for part of the spill, Petro Ecuador. Back in the village on the banks of the Coca River, Miguel Grefa says that he himself has tried to drill a well near his house in order to access water now that the river's polluted. He says the only response he's seen from the oil companies has been their delivery of some food and water to the villagers. But this is far from enough to sustain local residents who have now been cut off from their main water supply, Grefa says. The 62-year-old has seen several oil spills over time and has no confidence that it'll be properly cleaned up or that local residents will be given compensation. They probably won't pay. We'll continue with these cases for 50 or 100 years. We will probably die contaminated without the case being closed. But president of the Quichua villages, Carlos Hipa, is determined to fight for their right to clean water and for the protection of the area's rich biodiversity of tree, bird and mammal species. Without healthy rivers, Hipa says, his people not only lack access to water, but to a future in the Amazon. The river is our source of life, and we will continue to defend it for our children's future and for future generations. DW.